Radio. G'day everyone, thanks for tuning into The Journey. I hope you're having a great weekend wherever you are, right around the country. You've tuned in on a bit of a milestone for us, our 50th show. Yippee! And he's a man who's been <laughs> right here from the start, Mr Dave Collins. Are you ready for a big show today, mate? I am indeed. One thing I'm a bit disappointed in, Jude, mm-hmm. where's Bill Laurie, where's Richie Benno to announce us hitting our 50? Getting across the 50? <laughs> we'll just raise the bat halfway, mate, because we're only halfway to the ton. Anyway, I can't wait, and I've had a look at the lineup today, and some of my absolute favourite presenters are here on the journey. We've got them queued up and ready to go. I can't believe it, Jude. 50 shows, it has flown by. You've almost been going for a year. Finding it hard to fathom a little bit myself, Dave. And a lot has happened in the first 50 shows, Dave. First of all, we had to figure out how to turn a microphone on, <laughs> how to speak in a manner that people can sometimes recognise as English, particularly yeah. me, because you're experienced, but uh, I'm certainly not. And to join together all those inputs from our brilliant contributors to the show, let's face it, you and I get to sit here each week and, and listen to some brilliant stuff. Yeah, we're privileged indeed. I'm really amazed that even though... We've not been going for a year. There's Mm. radio stations all around the country. They're starting to pick up the journey. We've got listeners all around the nation. They're tuning in via live streaming. Could be podcast. And, of course, from the various stations taking the show, including Pulse 94.1 in the beautiful Illawarra. Well, that's where it started. Big cheerio to Josh, Mm. to Graham, Jody, all of those guys down there at Pulse who helped us to kick off the show and make all this fancy gear in front of us. (laughs) Well, show us how it works. Yeah, thanks so much to the three of them and the whole team there at Pulse 94.1. It's great fun playing with all these buttons. Thanks very much, guys, for showing us how to do that. Sort of <laughs> like flying a plane after, uh, well, after one lesson. Mm. How hard can it be, mate? Pilots can do it. Dude, don't take this personally, but you're insane, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Happy 50th show anyway. Thank you very much, mate. No points for stating the obvious. No points at all. And happy 50th to you as well, because you've been here right from the start, mate, right from day one when I first asked you about whether or not you'd be interested in getting behind this. And you said, yep, I am in. So uh, just see if you can hang around for about another 950, mate. All right. I'll check my diary. (laughs) So wherever you are listening in your car via live streaming or if you're tuned in via podcast, it is great to have you listening. We really mean that. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's show. You're going to hear from Sister Hilda with her wisdom from the Abbey. Also, Trish McCarthy. She'll join us today, and I know we've got a great story from Sam Clear. Love hearing from Sam Clear about his walk around the world for something that's really important, Christian unity. Absolutely, mate. Love hearing Sam's stuff. First up, though, we're going to have our gospel reflection for this Sunday's gospel reading, which is from Matthew chapter 13 with Father Graham Schmitzer. So let's get into it. Faith, hope, love, and life. You're on the journey. Here's this week's reflection on the gospel. Hi, I'm Father Graham from St. Columkill's Coromel. Today we hear another of Jesus' parables, the parable of the wheat and the darnel. Jesus often used the custom among the rabbis of the time, a short story to illustrate a truth. Jesus was the best of catechists. He used simple images from the people's own lives. It is the parable of the man, representing God, who sowed his field with wheat. Some enemy, representing the evil one, oversows the field with Darnell. In its early stages, Darnell so closely resembles wheat that it is impossible to tell one from the other. When both come to head, then they are obvious enough. The immediate response of the landowner's servants was to uproot the weeds, but the master was shrewd. Many good plants would be lost, for both were so entwined. He had confidence in the ability of the wheat crop to survive. At harvest time, the wheat and the weeds would be easily distinguishable. 
And not only that, he would have a supply of fuel from the dried weeds. Jesus is helping us to understand the existence of evil in the world and in the church. God is very patient. If he were to suppress everything that seemed bad, then the good would suffer. Good and bad are bound up inextricably here on earth. Sometimes we are not able to distinguish the good that there is in the bad, nor the bad that there is in the good. For some people, the presence of sinners in the church is a cause of scandal. Throw them out. But Jesus said he came to call sinners, not saints, to repentance. We will all be judged by God, not on any single act or stage in our lives, but on the totality of our lives. We all make great mistakes. There is a mixture of good and evil in all of us. But God gives us time to redeem ourselves. We should be as patient with ourselves and with others as God is with us. If we knew some people's struggles and the efforts they have made to cope, we'd be congratulating them instead of criticising them. I'm Father Graham from St. Colum Kills at Caramel. Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. We lost a most beloved abbess on Thursday the 24th of August 2006. One day we might get over it. We got word that she was sick and had collapsed, but I wasn't alarmed. I was just sure she was going to be all right. During the morning at prayer, I asked the Father for a word, and I randomly opened the Scriptures. It fell open at Ecclesiasticus chapter 2, and my eyes saw the words, Prepare yourself for an ordeal. I knew then that she was gone. The Father had tipped me off before the official word, and I have been forever so grateful to him. I've been thinking about that recently and thinking about just all those other times that the Word of God has encouraged and comforted me, given me direction, confirmed a decision, in fact, guided that decision, has told me over and over again that I am loved and forgiven. I hope as you're listening to me, You're thinking about all the times that this has been your experience as well. A fellow called Bernard of Clairvaux, who lived a long time ago, says of the Word of God, and says to God, I knew you were present in your Word by the movement of my heart. What about you? Does the Word of God move your heart? Close your eyes now and listen to these words from the scripture and see which of them is meant for you. I tell you, do not be afraid. Father, forgive them. You are precious in my eyes and I love you. Though your sins are as red as scarlet, they'll be as white as snow. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am. Take the words that sit with you. Take them away with you today. I promise you, your heart will be changed. 
You're listening to The Journey, and we just heard from Sister Hilda Scott with her wisdom from the Abbey. Always good to have Sister Hilda on the show. What did you think of her wisdom this week, Dave? I think you know what I thought about it, Jude. I <laughs> loved it. It was a great segment indeed called The Word of God. And Sister Hilda, wow, she's one prayerful lady who just soaks herself in God's Word. So it's great to have her wisdom from the Abbey from Jamboree on the show weekly. And if you do get a chance, south coast of New South Wales, just down from Sydney, head over to the Abbey there at Jamboree. You can also catch more of Sister Hilda by listening to the podcasts linked to radio.daw.org.au. Big cheerio to all of the teachers that I know are listening into the journey as well. They're all back at school this week. Well, I think the majority of them are mm. right across the country. And we've got lots of teachers from all over the place who tune in. Some even use podcasts of the various segments from the presenters as input for their lessons in some of their religion lessons in Catholic schools and in scripture lessons, oh. which is absolutely great. You awesome. Know? Yeah. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. Do you know, I have found that if I'm rushing from one thing to the next or place to place, then I'm doing too much. When I do this... I become inattentive to details, from the beauty in creation to the feelings of myself and others, from the Spirit's promptings to what my body is telling me. You will remember well the scripture story of Martha and Mary, and how Mary, who chose to be still in Jesus' presence, was rewarded. This is a very simple and short encouragement this week, and comes back to my introduction, asking the question, am I rushing from one thing to the next? Am I doing too much that I have become inattentive? Aim today to say no to something that would ordinarily add pressure to your life. And say no to any feelings of guilt that accompanies that choice. Or declutter an aspect of your life, letting something go. One of your many roles at church, one of the after-school activities for the kids to spend valuable time with them. Delegate an area of work that someone else is capable of. Clean out a cupboard and get in touch with what are the absolute necessary things in life. Essentially, focusing on doing only a few things well, rather than spreading ourselves thin and compromising the quality of those things. This will help us to lead a well-balanced and integrated life. Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Welcome back to The Journey. I hope you're enjoying the show wherever you are, right around this beautiful country of ours, either live through your local Christian radio, online or via podcast. We need to let our growing number of listeners right around the country know about a big event coming up in August this year. It's called Proclaim mm. 2014. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's being run by the Australian Catholic Bishops Conference mm. and organised by the National Office for Evangelisation. The theme is Living the Joy of the Gospel in Parishes. It'll run from the 21st up until the 23rd of August. Mm. Keynote speakers are Father Michael White and Tom Corcoran, who are authors of the book Rebuilt. Read it. Really good. Yeah? Oh, mate, it's brilliant. Fantastic. I'm, I'm going. I can't wait to hear him speak. Well, that book was all about reawakening the faithful, reaching the lost and making church matter. It'll be held at the Concourse in Chatswood, as I said, from the 21st up to the 23rd of August. Call 1300-4-FAITH. That's 1300, the digit 4, and then the word faith for more details. 
There's going to be people from right around the country coming to that, Dave. It's going to be a fantastic event and one that really, I think, reawakens and reinvigorates many people who are passionate about sharing faith with other people, which is a, which is a wonderful thing. You're listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. Here are the missionaries of God's love with The Call. It is sometimes said that people who really love their dogs can start to look like them. Whether this is universally true or not, there is something true in that we become what we behold. This can be true of our surrounding environment, but even more so of our internal environment. If I look at my life and only see the bad stuff, such as the rejection, the hurt, the pain and the loneliness, then that will become my reality. If I spend all of my time looking at the ways that I've been rejected in the past, then I will naturally start to expect that I'll be rejected in the future. I will become what I behold. However, if I look at my history and see how God delights in me, how he loves me and provides for me at every moment, then this will naturally shape my life in a more positive way. I'll begin to believe that I'm lovable, that I'm worthy of being accepted and respected. This takes on another dimension when we look upon the heart of Jesus. There we see one who was rejected, yet replied with love, who was despised and treated badly, yet responded with gentleness and compassion. If I take time to meditate on the heart of Jesus, I will become what I behold. As Jesus said himself, Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. Take time every day to look at the heart of Jesus, and you might find that it becomes you. I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestsandbrothers.org. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. Walking the Walk, here's Sam Clear. Hi, I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. As Christians, it's easy for us to think that because I follow Jesus, he'll protect me from all harm, and in doing so, very subtly distance ourselves from Jesus' exhortation to deny ourselves and take up our cross daily. We understand without too much effort why God would protect us from all harm, but how can pain and suffering be a beautiful blessing? I often wondered that as I walked 15,600 kilometres around the world for Christian unity. Why were the 11 near-death experiences and multiple serious injuries all beautiful crosses to pick up and carry? I received a wonderful glimpse into the beauty of pain while crossing through southern France. My left big toe had split open for the third time on the journey and it was bleeding badly as I trudged through heavy rain on the edge of the Pyrenees Mountains. I was saturated when I knocked on the front door of an elderly church leader's home in a small village halfway through my day. While standing in the pouring rain, I extended the invitation to pray for complete unity. It was received coldly, and without much care he asked, Is that all? I nodded and said that I would walk on now, and so turned and headed on into driving rain. He must have felt sorry for me, because he yelled out in French, Is there anything I can do for you? I said, Well, I have a pair of dry socks in my bag. Do you mind if I come in and change them before continuing on? He let me in and stood over me whilst I changed my socks in his foyer. When I removed my left sock 
and he saw the left foot smeared with blood, he stopped me and asked, You mean, you're actually doing this? You're actually walking the world for unity? And after five minutes of animated questions, he ran off to grab me a hot lunch, a heater and a few pairs of his own socks. Our wounds and scars are often the very thing that will shine Christ's love onto a cold heart and melt it. And as Peter writes in his first letter, Rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. For more on the walk around the world for unity, go to walkforone.com. You're listening to The Journey, great Christian radio for the whole family. You're listening to The Journey with Dave and Dodsey from the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong on cradio.org.au. Great to hear from Sam Clear in there too in his segment, Walking the Walk. Sam's a fantastic bloke and, you know, I got a really nice message from him the other day. It was on his Facebook page and was up on his LinkedIn site just thanking us for what we've done with the journey. I remember giving him his first gig when I was still in schools about four years ago. He's now <laughs> had his 400th speaking engagement in that period of time in schools and in conferences and yeah. all that sort of stuff, speaking about unity. And I gave him his gig number one out at St Gregory's College at Campbelltown, which is a boarding school, which is pretty well known. And he came out there and spoke to one group of kids and he was so good I said mate I want you to speak to all these kids 7 to 12 he was fantastic so good to have Sam on the show and he's really passionate about unity for Christian churches. Yeah it's great to be a great man but I tell you what to have the great message that Sam does it is indeed a privilege to have him on the show. Mm. His website walk41.com so that's walk the digit four then the word one dot com it's a great place to go if you're passionate as we all are about unity for Christian churches. Also in that segment was Father Dave Callahan with his segment, The Call, drawing us all into true daily discipleship and a, a walk with God. This week, as you said to me, Dave, it would, would make sense. It was all about thinking about those things that we, we really behold in our lives and, and the impact they have on us. Well, that brings us to the end of another show. Thanks for listening into The Journey. Make sure you give us some feedback on our Facebook page. Just look for The Journey Catholic Radio in your search engine. You can also follow the links to listen to past shows of The Journey as podcasts. And if it isn't being played on your local Christian radio station yet, and if you're listening in via podcast live streaming, well, why don't you give your local Christian radio or community radio station a call? I'm sure they'd love to hear from you and get some input from you if you'd like to have The Journey playing in your local region on your local Christian radio station. If not, just keep listening in via Pulse94.1's podcast of the show. It's being promoted all around the country in Catholic schools, parishes and agencies. Just go to radio.dow.org.au. Next week on the show, we'll be doing it all again. Great music, interviews and inputs from our awesome presenters. A big cheerio once again to our growing band of listeners via podcast, live streaming. They're in our new regions, Bendigo, Wodonga and the beautiful Gippsland. Also, we can't leave out the Illawarra region on the south coast of New South Wales. Certainly can't, mate. That's where it all began. And thank you very much for listening into our 50th show. It's been a, well, a pretty quick, but an amazing journey, these last 50 shows. And we can't believe how quickly the popularity of the journey is growing. Yes, there it is. That's his 50. (laughs) Thank you, Richie. You've been dying to do that. And uh, congratulations, mate. You've been right here from the start. Thank you. Faith, hope, love and life. You've been listening to The Journey. The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 94.1 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop. 
Radio.org.au.